0: Tony is my best friend in the world. I love her, but let's face it. Her gold digger thing has reached critical mass. I mean, I think she's blinded by the ring. As a matter of fact, you know what? I think she is engaged to the ring and not Clay. What are you talking about? Do you mean to tell me that Tony didn't have the decency to tell you why she broke up with you?
1: Tony never broke up with me. It is your favorite girlfriends, Nettie and Etsy, and we are here, we are here to give you the best discussion of the latest episode of Girlfriends titled, Loose Lips, Sink Relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, Etsy, what's good? What's been going on?
2: You know, I've been out here. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, we can go out and eat Cuomo. I don't see that happening for a while. While what's
1: good? Well, we got the summer because you know last summer, even during COVID, people were still going out. So I think this summer might be lit, considering there's a vaccine now. Oh, it's gonna be lit, lit. You are gonna
2: be out here? Yeah, Defo. safely. Definitely.
1: What? Uh, so, what kind of stuff have you been watching lately? Any new shows? Because I'm looking for some new stuff to watch. I'm bored up in this house.
2: No, I'm just, I'm just um, keeping up with nine one one and. Um there's this other show that I got into. It's called Prodigal Son. I really like that one. I like oh, that's that that's the one where the guy's father is a serial killer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he helps the police. He's a profiler. So he uses, he kind of uses his dad's help sometimes, even though his dad is a serial killer. And he's like in heavy, um, heavy maximum security jail.
1: Yeah. I actually did background on that show um, with LDP, Lou Diamond Phillips. We were at like a a funeral convention. It was an interesting scene. It was yeah. before COVID. Yes, so. I remember that episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much. I didn't watch that episode because I don't watch that show, but I don't know how much they showed of me. But yeah, yeah, it was, it was a <laughs> cool day. Um, I just started watching The Sinner. And I know it's on season three, but I just started it. Season one uh, with Jessica Biel. And it's a very uncomfortable watch it's very uncomfortable which i like shows like that because i'm tired of seeing the same old thing but it's just weird because like she's married to justin timberlake and it's like Mm -hmm. the stuff she does in this show is like is justin watching this did did y'all watch this together because it's very
2: sexual and there's a lot going on justin be doing all types of shit so
1: (laughs) well yeah justin has his new movie palmer where he's doing shit too so I don't know what kind of I don't know if I could do that if I'm married to someone and they're an actor and they do movies where they're fucking other people and we're gonna go to the premiere and watch this together
2: is that what we're gonna do? I feel like us watching it it seems like very sexual but maybe in the moment when they're filming it it's probably mad awkward like
1: oh I'm sure it's mad awkward but if, if their partner's not on set and all they see is the final product it looks real yeah. So I don't know yeah. how I don't know if I'd be able to just be like, oh, it's art. It's just art. That's all it is. Because it's like, yo, you're making the same O faces that I've seen you make plenty of times. And um You I'll have perfected think, it. <laughs> I'm feeling a type of way. I think this shit is real. So that's uh that's a pretty strange thing to think about. But also, listeners, I wanna tell you Uh, If you don't know, Chewing Gum is on HBO Max now. So if you guys want to watch that, Mm. catch back up on that show. That amazing series, it's on HBO Max. So you can watch it with subtitles because I do that.
2: Because of the accents, right? The accents. It can be very thick. But Chewing Gum, HBO Max is out here. They out here. Yeah, HBO
1: Max, they got Eve now. They got Chewing Gum. Chewing Gum used to be on Netflix. So I don't know what happened Mm -hmm. with Netflix. They had a falling out or what
2: happened whatever oh, the fuck okay but i that's, see you hbo max
1: yeah listeners if you guys want to hit us up with some uh, some other shows we should be watching please let me know because i'm starting to get bored i'm watching everything really quickly too so um, <laughs> hit us up at hell yes girl and let us know let us know what the streets is talking about what they're watching did you hear about gorilla glue girl they got the glue out her hair they got it Come out on. i was like i was like she's gonna and they kept the hair with it she didn't lose the top part of yeah. her hair. I thought for sure they're gonna have to take a part of her scalp out with it. But nope, they got it that's out. God. And I heard the surgeon
2: did it for free. He did it for free, and I think she about to get paid because guess what? The surgeon had reached out to Gorilla Glue and asked them if they have like glue remover, and they said no. So that's negligence right there. How the fuck you got something so strong, and you ain't got mm. nothing to remove the shit? You better cut that woman her check. You cut know that what shit. Else?
1: That's a good one. They should have an antidote. And also, I don't know what the bottle says, but if they don't have like an alternative, like, hey, if this happens to you, use this, you know, or mm-hmm. something. If it contacts with skin, use this to get it out. Like any kind of directions <laughs> like that on the bottle. They may have something. It's kind of thin, but I think a good lawyer, a really good lawyer could get something out of this. Get your shit. I know check, people are like mom. hating, like, nah, nah, she just trying to do this for clout and shit. But they I think dumb. she might have something. They Black History Month. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Come on. Get your check. But today, before we get into the episode Loose Lips Sink Relationships, let's get into uh, tweets from the streets from last episode. The Burning Vagina Monologues. Yep. That one was uh, setting off this whole Clay Spencer fiasco. And uh, let's see what uh, kind of tweets I found here. We start with Goddess Aviai. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but she says, One episode of Girlfriends, Joan was unsure Sean loved her and was like trying to make him say it. When he did, he followed it up with, Don't I act like it? Bottom line, the words I love you don't have to be said after all. Don't actions speak louder? Girl. Yeah. No.
2: What? No, they don't. I think that... They do need to be said. They absolutely do need to be said. What do you guys mean? The actions need to go with the words. They go together. They're a package deal. Okay, but honestly,
1: someone could say they love you and not mean it. Those are just words. They could just but be fake and just trying to shut you up about it. That's if why I said somebody a say package it. deal. It needs to yeah, be but both. I think you can have the actions without the words, but you can't have the words without the actions. Mm. I guess, get what I'm I don't know. I feel like... Because it take like, a lot longer to show and a lot harder to show than just saying some words.
2: I feel like that's how people get themselves and stay getting themselves in situationships where you're like, oh, well, you know, you acting like a boyfriend. You're doing all this boyfriend shit, but then nigga gonna hit you with, okay, but I ain't your man, though. I never said that. You need the words. Bitch, well, then say you my man. You don't gotta say you love me. And
1: I'm not. And if i got to make you say it and then you finally say it, Cause you want to shut me up and get me off your back, then what's the point? Like, she shouldn't have been pressuring him to say it in the first place and saying, "Yeah, telling him, Tony tell him she's gonna break up with him if he don't say it." Like,
2: is I don't he tra- think she's pressure anybody. I think that if someone feels that way, then they're gonna say it regardless. But, chill, yep. you know Joe.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's a. That's a. That's a. We're a split decision on that one. Um, but next, <laughs> next, I Reign versus says. How Sean tells Joan he loves her for the first time, half asleep and while peeing in front of her. Hard eyes. I mean, sh- I ain't trying to yuck your yum, but um, I'd rather a guy not say it to me while he's peeing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Had half asleep because the next
2: morning he's going to be like, wait, I said what? No, I, said, what, I, what?
1: I said I Shout I really said
2: that? Out. I was just happy to pee, chair. I was holding that shit for a while. He's going to be like, I was just happy to pee. <laughs>
1: yeah i know what i was saying i was i was i was I was walking i was sleepwalking so whatever nah nah i want you to be wide awake sober i don't want you to be drunk when you say it i don't want you to be high Mm -hmm. none of that no modifiers (laughs) and lastly the kelly k says tony cheated got an std and tried to put it all on greg boy watching girlfriends as a full adult is wild it very much is. it's very it's a very different experience. I never thought I'd like this show when, I, when it first came out. Um, it is it
2: is. It's because we
1: couldn't relate. We were so young. <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't see like some of the stuff they would be tripping about. I'd be like, "I don't get it. What's the problem? So it's weird to look at it with fresh eyes and grown ass eyes. because <laughs> uh, you see so many things you never noticed before. so it's really it's really uh, really cool. So, that's the end of that. The tweets from the streets, and now we are going to get into the episode. So, this episode originally aired May 7th, 2001. Uh, writers were Michael Alton Brown and Dee LeDuc. They did a very good job on this one. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. So, starting out the episode, the girls are at home with Joan. It's Maya and Lynn. Maya's on the phone with Darnell lying about pretending to be at work because she's avoiding her husband which is really sad actually Mm -hmm. that's really sad Mm -mm -mm. so she's trying to get lynn to help her out and make (laughs) make office noises which is really weird because i guess she's trying to do the printer or no she's trying to do a fax machine that's what it sounds (laughs) like like when you call a fax machine
2: and i'm like lynn you know damn well i don't sound like no motherfucking fax machine in real life It sounds like construction work on the sidewalk more. Mm -hmm.
1: It sounds like that. So, uh, But she said she's never had a real job, so she don't know what what office noises sound like, to be honest. (laughs) and uh, (laughs) Which is legit. Okay, cool. I'm feeling that. I totally get it. But Joan starts to scold Maya and says, like, yo, you can't keep, like, putting us in your web of lies. Like, you have to go home eventually to your husband because you can't hang out here all the time. And Maya says she feels like she lost her sex drive and that Dr. Spencer has cut out her G-spot, which is a weird little visual that came to my mind when she said that. Yeah, That's like a Mm. horror movie. But Joan says, listen, you got to get back in the saddle. And I'm just sitting here thinking, like, Joan, this isn't your place to tell her when she should... Open her legs back up,
2: my girl. She don't feel like it because she just had an invasive surgery. Are y'all dumb? Yeah, what
1: the fuck? Exactly. As stupid as you dumb, like, come on, like, this is not <laughs> your place to tell her. Oh yeah, go and have sex with your husband. That's not your call. Not your call at all. But uh, Lynn's like, yeah, jump back on the saddle, harness. I got a riding crop if you need one. I don't know what a riding crop is, but Lynn yeah, has one if you need it. Because <laughs> she's uh she's definitely uh Sexually liberated and has a lot of a uh, Swiss Army knife type tools available uh, to your disposal, and that's when we get our. And
2: oh, the writing crop is the um. I just googled it. Ooh, what is it? <laughs> it looks like a whip. That's what so it looks like. You don't like actually write it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Is it the the shit that they whip the? Let me let me Google the online. horses whip. It looks like a. It, I don't know. My mind is somewhere else. This shit look like the shit they be using when you kinky in bed and you want to whip somebody. That's oh what God. this look like to me. Oh, like some S&M type shit that you like spank somebody with. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, OK, here it is. A riding crop acts as a supplemental aid for a rider to use to encourage a horse to go mm-hmm. forward sideways, offer yes. increased engagement and similar okay. intentions. Yeah.
1: So that's the thing. When If you're riding a horse, you hit it. You hit the horse with it so they can go. They know when to go. Mm. Okay. Okay. And so you can use it on a human, I guess. I mean. Well, they got these leather ones here. Yeah. this should look like S&M, too. They look very um, well-made. Very <laughs> well-made leather. Okay. That's enough. I'm not. We'll check into that later, the I infrastructure guess. infrastructure just um, looks very high quality. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely care about their craftsmanship. (laughs) uh... (laughs) So next scene, we open up to a nice establishing shot of the Hollywood sign. Uh, Tony's at Clay's house and they're having wine and they're making plans for dinner. And Clay mentions that he'd like some French food. And Tony's like, oui, oui. And she's thinking of restaurants uh, that serve French food. He's like, you know what? How about this little bistro in Paris? And he pulls, I kid you not, he pulls two flights to Paris out of his butt. He pulls them right out of his butt.
2: Like a magician. You gotta go yes. ahead, Clay.
1: He's been sitting on these bitches all night. <laughs> and they're first class seats to Paris. And he says that the plane leaves at 10 o'clock that night. Phew. That's a quick turnaround. It's already nighttime in the scene. I don't know what time it is, but they're going right. to actual france they're for real real paris france we oui, we oui. uh, <laughs> and they also have sleeper seats which is an experience i've yet to have because <laughs> i never left this continent you've you been in sleeper seats Oh no, child, i'm on a budget okay so those are the i believe those are the seats where um they're like beds and it's like your own like bed
2: Mm-mm. one I day think you one pay extra day i for hope those. for
1: this Well, if you're going overnight, it's a red eye at 10 Mm o'clock at night. Mm
0: -hmm. It makes sense
1: that you'd have one. Mm. So Clay asks her if she has a passport. And it's strange to find out that she does not have
2: one. How? That doesn't even make sense.
1: It doesn't make sense because in the first few episodes of the series, she said she'd been to Spain. So maybe she just hadn't renewed it. I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And she can't go right now because of that. So Mm -hmm. he's like, it's cool. We can wait. And I guess I guess they're just gonna get a refund. I I guess before nine eleven you could just easily refund a ticket and it's like
2: whatever. And then how he booked the the, the thing without her passport number. Don't you need a passport number to book to book an international flight? Oh no, I haven't. I've never booked an international flight, so I would not even know. Yeah, you do. When I went to Asia you have to put in your passport number. Now. There
1: you um, go, see? That well the thing is, is this this is before nine eleven. So mm-hmm. maybe they didn't have that rule back then?
2: Mm-hmm. I guess. Which see would that. make
1: sense. But he said he mentioned. Um, but he mentioned that he wanted to give her something at the top of the Eiffel Tower. But instead, he'll give it to her here, at the top of Mulholland Drive, and it is a <gasps> engagement engagement ring. ring. Yeah. Okay. So Tony clocks that it is a five point two carat emerald cut ring,
2: mm-hmm. and.
1: He says he's in love with this woman that he's known for only a few weeks. Mm -hmm. But you know, you can't deny love. When it's it's there, you really, you can't deny it. Mm -mm. And so he's been waiting on the right one and he hopes that she is the right one. So he proposes to her and she, like a dummy, says yes. Oh, I don't see why not. Go ahead, girl. Do your thing. Yeah, but I mean, break up with Greg first and then say it and then... I don't know. (laughs) But the audience does this lackluster cheer and clap for them. Like, even they're unsure about what is going on. (laughs) (laughs) They're like,
2: girl, what is you doing?
1: So, what happens uh, later at at Joan's house?
2: All the girls are there. Maya's still there looking at magazines. Um, Tony comes in. And she's like, "Oh, oh, my gosh, guys. Can somebody get my hand out my hair? Because, uh it's stuck. And then they're, like, not taking the bait. They're kind of just, like, ignoring her. Like, oh, okay, hey, girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, first she says, can can anybody tell
1: me, she puts her hand on the forehead, how to get a passport? And they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a fuck.
0: Mm-hmm. So then she's
1: like, oh, man, can someone get this 5.2 emerald cut diamond out of my track? She,
2: like, waves it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they come over and they're like
0: oh my god, you're not oh my god.
1: <laughs> yeah they're super excited and i'd be like that's cool but like cool you're getting married awesome
2: i don't know people are like let me see this ring oh my god i don't know if i'd be that way i'd be like that's so cool uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd be excited for the ring. I want to see the ring. You know, jewelry is always really? a nice thing to see.
1: <laughs>
2: I guess if
1: it was like bling blinging, like a lot of those engagement rings are, those rich people engagement rings are, like it's mm-hmm. part of like another planet. Yeah, <laughs> those are like yeah. But they assume that Greg proposed to her. They assume that Greg
2: could afford gave a her ring a five point two carat ring. Y'all are out here bugging. The only thing Greg can afford is a ring pop. What mean, a ring he just pop. got that $6,000 check. Yeah, he just got that $6,000 $6, check. Cool. But don't the nigga got bills to pay? Don't he got, like, he got 6 k but how much does he really have once he pays off all his shit? Do you think he's paying off all his shit or Tony's just paying for him, like, regardless? Like, paying his bills?
1: well when he gives back the money later on he says this is for the phone bill this is for the dinners this is for being my mom's like
2: oh yeah he did say that shit oh shit tony 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 see this is why I didn't feel bad when she accepted the proposal without breaking up with it. <laughs> <laughs> because she deserted because of all the money she's been paying yeah you paying niggas phone bills the fuck girl Ah. Uh, Lord, I wasn't built for that type of struggle. Mm-mm.
1: So they're like, well, how could Greg afford a ring like that? Len says, well, he must have sat on a lump of coal. And Tony's <laughs> like, nah, nah, check this out.
2: It's not from Greg. It's from Clay.
0: <laughs> Clay. Tony, you love Greg. Oh, please, Joan. In the immortal words of Tina, what's love got to do with it?
1: And they look at her with disappointment. <laughs> i like, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? And Joan's like, um, but you love Greg. Tony's like, yeah, I do. And, you know, I try my damnedest to make it work. But Greg and I can't live on passion alone. That was fine back in college, but so was dorm food. Okay. And Clay offered her dinner in Paris. And Joan's like, so that's the whole reason you're marrying him?
0: Is that the whole reason that you're marrying Clay? You're still just an insecure little country girl from Fresno impressed by a Beverly Hills doctor, aren't you? I'm like, damn,
2: y'all going for the throat. Um, that seemed very out of place. What was that about, Joan? Are you projecting? Something. That was a little too personal. That, that cut. Yeah.
1: I'm like, and, then Tony and even gets up
2: is. And? and goes
1: after Joan and says, well, at least I'm getting married.
2: Mm. mm. What? Y'all supposed to be friends,
1: friends for real? That's what I'm saying. They're frenemies. They that's that's what this ep- this series is about. Tony and Joan are frenemies. <laughs> Their relationship is so unhealthy and toxic. I I <laughs> I can't. I cannot. But remember that Tony said, "Well, at least I'm getting married," and throwing that in her face. Face. Remember that. Remember that. Mm-hmm. They're really coming for each other in this episode. Mm-hmm. But Tony's like, "I know what I'm doing. I'm gonna marry Clay." And that's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. I think Joan's got also pissed because her best friend is looking kind of dumb right now. Like, I don't know. Or it could be because she's jealous that Tony found a guy with money.
2: I think she's jealous. Her nigga just left for, um, for some six-month job in, in in New York, child. She mad. Now mm. she want to take it out Well, of he's still um, around,
1: but he's about to leave. Yes.
2: Yeah, so you know I guess, what I mean. I guess I can kind
1: of see it. <laughs> Maya says, congratulations, and ultimately, you're going to hell. <laughs> but in the meantime... You're getting all you've ever wanted. And Joan hops back in the conversation and she's like, you can't just throw a guy away like a pair of shoes. Mm, Like you can't.
2: Uh, All right. um, You can, but okay. (laughs) uh,
1: Yeah. She said, before you go and break Greg's heart, promise, you're going to look into your heart and make sure this is what you really want to do. And Lynn adds, yeah, you got to give this guy closure. You got to give him closure. And Tony says, all right, I'll look into my heart when I have time. It's just... (laughs) Mesmerized by the ring. <laughs> so uh Ooh. next we're with our favorite couple ever. Who we with? William and e. William Vaughan. and Vaughn. Oh god, these <laughs> niggas, they bullshit. I do not give a fuck about what they're going through. Oh my God. And
2: why William don't clean his fucking room? Why that shit look why like that? that Were you a 15-year-old boy?
1: Disgusting. For someone who's a lawyer, who's a high-powered lawyer, not only that, he has files and shit all over his floor. I'm sure that's someone's case mm-hmm. that you need to take care of and not lose their fucking files that could help them not get, I don't know, life Throwing in prison in jail? or something. I don't like, know what kind of lawyer he
2: is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but It looks exactly like Maya and Darnell's bedroom just redressed. Did you notice that?
2: Oh, you know that this is the same set they're using over and over and over again. Shout out to the moving people for the first few seasons (laughs) of Girlfriends. Because y'all niggas move moving shit around.
1: (laughs) And if you look around um, William's room, you can see a bunch of Republican Party uh, merch on his nightstand. He has a, a mug, a Republican Party mug. And then another scene... You see uh, the elephant stuffed animal on his dresser as well. So, yeah, he's a Republican Republican.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: Like, he is proud. He has merch.
2: That, um, that means something different now than it did. It does. It's so
1: weird how, like, back then it was like, oh, you're into, like, being pro-life and women should do this and men should do that and blah, blah, blah. Now when I hear Republican, I think racist that's all I can hear.
2: I think them niggas at the Capitol, child. You can't convince me otherwise.
1: Well, yeah, those are they're racist. I i, I think they're a bunch of racists, Proud Boys mm-hmm. and all that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even hear Republican anymore. I hear racist. I can't help but see that. And it sucks, but that's, that's the life we're living in right now. hmm So Yvonne is on her way to work. She's doing a little night shift. And William wants her to call in sick because he wants to spend the night with her because he can't sleep when she's not next to him. Just like, boy, if you don't man up, shut up.
2: (laughs) Sure, don't hit out here lying.
1: (laughs) So he's uh, trying to romance her into not going, and she doesn't want to stay. She tells William that she's going to call him from the car, and he's like, all right. And then as she's leaving, he's like, and tell your partner not to jump in this time. So I guess they were having phone sex, and the partner jumped in Mm. before, which is a Mm -hmm. funny little wrinkle. So tell me about... (laughs) Greg showing up at Joan's house just all
2: this whole misunderstanding (laughs) so first of all why the fuck are you even at my motherfucking house that's number one you should be talking to your girl but I guess well he Um, should be
1: but I thought about it and I'm like we found out earlier that they're old friends from college so maybe maybe there's the the connection that he didn't want to talk to Tony which he should talk to her Mm -hmm. but I don't know
2: I don't know if y'all, like, are they close like that for you to be coming to my crib and asking me, um, asking me advice? I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, we never saw that, but go ahead. He comes to her house and he's like, um, I can't talk to Tony about this, so I have to talk to you. And then she's like, oh my God, come in, tell me what you're trying to say. And then he goes, um, I'm having some type of painter's block, like he can't paint and he realized that he's a loser. Right. He
1: says, Tony's right, I'm a loser.
2: Yeah, and, and she know. goes, No, no, you're not a loser. You know, um, you're just going through the motions. And, and this you're bitch just opens yourself. her mouth. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And this bitch opens her mouth and she goes, You know, yeah, I don't know why she'd um, get engaged to Clay, why she didn't, sh- why she would break up with you or something like that. And then he goes, um, What are you talking about? She didn't, yeah, break, up she
1: didn't
2: break up with me. What are you talking about? She's engaged. And she's like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she's no, she's like wait. She didn't even have the decency to tell you why she broke up with you. Mm-hmm. He's like hola 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 hola. Um <laughs> no, she did not break up with me. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And that's when she he, she realizes that what she thought he was coming over to talk about was what Tony should have told him was that she's engaged to Clay, but Tony ain't told him that yet. So she jumped the gun. What do you do you think it's it's Joan's fault or is it just like just a complete misunderstanding of like just bad things just happening all at once?
2: Um, I think that with anything, I don't know with Joan and and her not understanding girl code. You don't criminalize yourself. And as a lawyer, especially, you should know that you wait until they say whatever it is they need to say. And then you add on. You don't just go out and be like, oh, my God, why was she... Th- 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 girl, you know Tony don't don't give a fuck. She'll fuck around yeah. not even and, and ghost that nigga. So why are you out here spilling all this tea? Did you do that on purpose, she just, Joan?
1: Do I think she did it? On, no, I don't think she did it on purpose. Nah. Oh. The way it's presented in this episode, it doesn't look like she did it on purpose. She just did it. She was over... She was so looking forward to like um, comforting him about this situation. She literally thought that Tony had broken up with him and told him everything. So she saw him coming over and was like, oh, my God, yes, I understand. He's like, I'm, I don't I don't have anyone to talk to. I can't talk to Tony. She's like, I totally understand. Come sit down. Come sit down. So it seems like she was trying to comfort him about this. And she just got overeager with him revealing the information. She should have sat back and waited for him to say what he was going to say and then reacted to it. But she was two steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Three steps, sure. Maybe, yeah, three. So he's like, yo, I was just coming over to talk to you because I got rejected by a gallery, and I need to know how to tell Tony. I wanted your advice on that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. She's uh, apologizing and shit. But she tries to do the whole... April Fools. See, no, mm-hmm. she's engaged. No, no, I was just kidding. It's April Fools. He's like, it's May, Joan. And he's like, <laughs> right, but no one expects to be fooled in May, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And he's like,
1: stop, <laughs> stop. But he does thank her for making him not feel that bad about getting rejected by another gallery because now he has this issue to deal with. So <laughs> I guess it ends on a on a, a moderate. Step there, yeah, that's a tough one, man. Ugh, it's like watching those shows, those sitcoms when you're younger, and all the bad things that could you thought could never happen all happen at once, mm-hmm. and it just culminates into this like it's like final destination of situations, like the, mm-hmm. the series
2: Final Destination. <laughs> well, final
1: Destination, by the way, I don't know who's listening, but that needs to be a TV series,
2: mm, almost like a procedural.
1: Yeah, situation. like different things. Different things kill you around your house.
2: Different, mm. different
1: ways to die.
2: I that feel would like that kind of like nine one one kind of reminds me of that. Like it's just it be the most too. random, <laughs> unfortunate the the, things happen. I it. always
1: like tune in to because I'm like, oh, what kind of shit are they going to do this time? Like, what kind of like, mm-hmm. what kind of emergencies are they going to get into this time? There's always some weird shit on that show.
0: <laughs> There was Shut one episode where
1: you got to like sit there and it was taking a while and you got to just sit there and wonder, what is it going to be? And you're looking around and they're giving you like clue, little false starts. Clue. Yeah, like you think it's going to be like the blender. Oh, it's not the blender. Is it the knives? No, it's not the knives. So it's <laughs> like it keeps you guessing. It really does. So next we're at Joan's workplace and uh, she's in a meeting with um, William, right? Yeah, she's she's having a meeting with him. They're going over a... A case i guess and joan's totally out of it she is not all there because she's worried about tony and the situation with greg and so she's flustered and she decides to ask william for advice but she has this thing that she keeps repeating
0: if you accidentally revealed something to someone that caused them great pain should you tell the person whom you accidentally revealed this something about that you revealed something accidentally yes really no you don't have any idea what i just said to you do you maybe shall i rephrase
1: absolutely not so he don't know what the fuck she's talking about (laughs) and then all of a sudden maya comes in the office and she's like oh my god william yvonne's been shot and he's like oh my god is she dead and she's like no she's on line one what (laughs) you better stop well she's a cop i mean i'm it doesn't surprise me that she would get shot. But it's funny because I don't care about that character enough to have cared about that.
2: I was just like, oh my God. Oh, damn. What really? are we going to eat tonight?
1: <laughs> they didn't say Tony was <laughs> shot or
2: like Joan was shot. Yvonne's been shot. I'm like, oh my God. Okay, girl. Next scene. Oh, I love, um, <laughs> I really like Joan's white suit with the yellow top. And the red lip, it's very, very cute. I love it. It's a moment.
1: It didn't even stand out to me, honestly. Usually her stuff does, but that one didn't. I don't know why. But if it looked good, she looked good. I'll take your word for it. (laughs) So uh, it cuts from that scene. We don't see uh, Yvonne immediately. We just see William reach for the phone. And next, Tony's over at Clay Spencer's house. He's already planning the wedding. This dude is quick. It's almost like, you ever hear those crime shows about... These men who want to get married right away, like because there's some kind of financial incentive,
0: mm-hmm. maybe a life
1: insurance policy or something mm-hmm. or, you know, some devious matter. Like, it seems like he's trying to rush the wedding for some kind of like nefarious reason. But mm-hmm. Tony looks really sad. She doesn't you know. She looks very un- unsure. Clay's talking about flying her family out to Paris for the wedding. and She's like, no, my mother doesn't like to fly. And he's like, all right. How about a simple wedding on my yacht? And he's like, yeah, my dad dad gets seasick. He has a yacht. You gotta flex, Clay. I wish he was a less boring dude. He'd be
2: perfect. Boring is what you you need. Would you date him? Yeah. Why not? Here's the thing. For me, he's given red flags of some type of abusive control. So that would be a turnoff for me. But if those red flags didn't happen and if he was, like, sane... And doesn't seem crazy.
1: Yeah. You would just cheat on him on the side, right? Duh, with Greg. Come on. Y'all know the deal. Huh. That would just be a lot of work to try to make sure they don't know about each other.
2: Yeah. I don't know if I could take that. It it is. But you know, niggas do shit every day. So we out here.
1: Yeah. I guess. It was just, I hear about people doing that. And I think about the stress. Like, why why we got to add stress to our lives? Just,
2: I don't know. The only way I think it'll work if it's the side knows about the married and then he's, you know, in with in cahoots with it. Yes. So you can't hide it from each other. One of them has that would to be know. easier. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm encouraging it, but I'm just saying if you're going to do it, do it, do it, do it right.
1: Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, Greg wasn't with it. Wasn't with that arrangement. She should have been like, yo, but listen, listen, though. <laughs> if I got money, you got money, we all got money, right? Exactly. Exactly. Greg wasn't trying to, Greg wasn't trying to hear it. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> see the vision. Oh, shit. But He's going to have his pay, phone, phone bill paid by Clay. Yeah. But she lets Clay down, and she's like, listen, you're thoughtful and wonderful. but
0: You're not going to marry me, are you?
1: You should be
2: with someone who loves you the way that you deserve to be loved.
1: She's basically saying, I don't care about... You know, nothing but your money and the gifts and stuff like that. I don't love your heart. I don't care nothing else about that. It's all surface level.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, they've only been talking for like how long? What is there else to care about? I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know how they
1: they could have built something so wonderful in weeks. (laughs) And I feel like Clay seems like the kind of person where... It seems like he's like, "Oh, I finally got a girl that likes me. Let's get married now, now, now." Mhm. You know, cuz it just seems something seems off. Like maybe he doesn't he's not lucky in love and he finally found Tony and she's given him all the 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 green lights, the go go go. And he's like, "Well, let's 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 lock this down." Mhm. He seems really rushed. So she looks down at the ring. He asks, "Why did she say yes in the first place?" And she looks down at the ring and she says, "Well, you can't just go around flashing something this big and throwing around words like Paris and not expect the girl to be confused, you know? Mm-hmm. I
2: would
1: mm-hmm. at least take the trip to Paris. I mean, sleeper seats and then come back from Paris and be like, actually.
0: Mm hmm. Hello. You, know, you
1: can't take the trip back once I take it. I mean, you could take that ring back. You can't take a trip to Paris back.
2: Can't take the experience back.
1: Sorry about it. Mm-mm. She says, You're my fantasy come true, but that's just me running away from my problems with Greg. And I want to make it work with him and stop running. So he gets mm. up. He kicks her out. He, he takes the painting off the wall. Says, bitch, take him with you. I oh. this painting.
2: Damn, $6,000 down the drain? I mean, we knew why he bought that shit.
1: <laughs> he did not give a fuck about that painting. He It was all for Tony. It was all... Now that Tony's out the picture, take the shit with you. I don't want it. Right. Damn. It's okay. like a sociopath or something.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely giving me those vibes.
1: And... What's uh? So she's about to take this painting. It, it looks pretty heavy, and taller than her. She looks like she's having a like kind of a struggle taking it taking mm-hmm. it out. But once she leaves, what else? What else does he do before Clay she leaves?
2: says Tony,
1: the ring, <laughs> and he snaps at her. Bitch, why you snapping at me? Like that's that's controlling. Like damn, yeah, you always asking for something. I was <laughs> like, bitch, who you snapping at? The fuck? Like who are you snapping at? First off,
2: throw that Stack shit in, hey go on the little, floor.
1: Here go your little funky ass ring. Take it back, whatever. I don't like your attitude. <laughs> She's like, well, this is the second hardest thing I had to do. I guess the oh, she did mention the first hardest thing was saying uh, that she can't marry him. Oh dang, she tried to get out the house without without giving back the ring. Damn,
2: right. She could have. Fuck Tony, why you ain't go faster? Well, that fucking painting's huge. <laughs> she, couldn't, she couldn't get that shit out.
1: I'll be like, yo, yo, I'm coming back later for it. Let me just dip real quick. Let me just Out like a thief of the night. So Joan's back at home asking Lynn for advice because she feels guilty because she knows this is, this is all going to blow up in her face mm. and that she just ruined a relationship between uh, two outside parties here. Mm. And she says, Lynn, um, you know, she repeats her little crazy phrase where she says,
0: Lynn, if you accidentally revealed something to someone that caused them great pain, should you tell the person whom you accidentally revealed to something about that you revealed something accidentally?
1: And she's like, yo, Joan, is is that your way of telling me that you found my biological mother? Because if huh? so, just tell me. Because I've always thought it was Cher. <laughs> Wait, like, the singer? I don't know who your fucking biological mother is. The singer? The singer The singer-actor.
2: Lynn, if you don't stop, she talking about oh, she thought her mama was shit.
1: The doorbell rings and she gets up to answer the door and she does not share impression. <laughs> and it's Maya. Maya's upset because she took advice from the girls about getting back on the horse and using the what the what is it? Riding crop. Mm-hmm. And she has sex with her husband and she faked her orgasm and she feels guilty now. Hmm. He was just so happy to get some. He didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And Joan's like, "Well, it's cool. Every woman fakes it, some, you know, every once in a while." And Maya's like, "Not me. Mm-hmm. I've never faked one." She's like, "Never? Should I know?" And mm-hmm. Lynn says she's never faked it either, except for <laughs> that one time she was at Joan's house and she had to get off Joan's phone. <laughs> but um, Lynn mm-hmm. says um, she has all the tricks, and this is news to Joan because she didn't know there were tricks. So she goes and gets some pen and paper so she can write down these tricks. And then the phone rings, and it's Tony.
0: Hello? Joan,
2: I love you. You are always there for me. You challenged me. You told me to look into
0: my heart, and I did. And for the first time in my life, I really know what I want. Well, As long as you're sure. But when you let Greg down, just be short and sweet. And hey, don't need to mention the other guy. All I need to tell Greg is I love him. And he's the one. Greg? What, what What happened to Clay?
2: There's no more Clay, Joan. I gave back the flawless five-carat emerald-cut diamond ring.
1: Now, from Tony's point of view, if she doesn't know that Greg knows about Clay, then what is she there to tell him?
2: I think it's just something for her to get it off her chest. I don't, I don't necessarily think she's going to say, oh, well, I... Turned down a proposal with Greg. I just think she just wants to have dinner and have a nice time just to, you know, mend it within herself. But it seems like she had a speech prepared for him. Like, mm. what are
1: you there to tell him? Because she was like, oh, you're here. Come on, sit down, sit down. And then she starts to talk. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, what were you going to tell him? Like, were you weren't going to propose to him. I know that.
0: <laughs> That's the, so,
1: what were you, what was the speech? What were you going to say? But he cuts her off. And he's like...
0: It's over. We don't work,
1: and I'm tired of trying to make it work. This is for food, gas, phone bills, and all the dinners you pay for. What
2: are you doing?
1: I'm paying you back. You've always cared more about the money than you do me.
2: But I don't need any of this.
1: I don't need you. Mm. And then he walks off and leaves her there.
2: Mm, At least she got her money back.
1: (laughs) I don't think she cares about that. She got money. That little what? What she gave. He gave her like. I, don't, I mean, no, I don't think I he don't, gave her. That I don't much. think
2: he gave her what he owed her because they've been together for some months and she paid for everything. It's supposed to be stacks. Where the rest of it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I highly doubt that he gave her everything because she paid for dinners and clothes and bills and like drinks. Right. You know, he was he was making. Oh, she already paid him, but. For everything, that that didn't seem like enough. But Mm-mm. whatever, she didn't care anyway. Whew. But we're back with our favorite couple, William and Yvonne, and he's carrying her through to his bedroom to take care of her after being shot. She was shot in the butt. It's a
2: million dollar wound, mm.
1: right in the butt.
2: You're doing the. She's butt? making
1: jokes about it though, and he brought her to his apartment and his bedroom, and he cleaned it all up because. He said she needed a salubrious place to recover and and
2: recuperate. Salubrious. That's interesting. Let me Google that up. I mean, I can pretty much. I did Google it. You want to hear? What is that? It means healthy. Is that what you got? Interesting. Yeah. Healthy, giving, beneficial type of situation. Okay. So guys, go out and use that word.
1: (laughs) Salubrious. Whenever you go to parties, whenever parties open back up, or if you're currently going to parties, I don't know your life. Go ahead and throw out salubrious. (laughs)
0: Salubrious, That's our dictionary word
1: of the day. Brought to you by the word salubrious. (laughs) (laughs) So he bought her a donut to sit on, you know, and Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, being shot wasn't a big deal. She's downplaying it. And they might even name the alley where she got shot Yvonne Way. And they gave her tickets to the Lion King for being shot. And William's just all serious. He's not finding any of this funny. And he gives her an ultimatum. What is it? He says, You gotta quit your job. Huh? Yeah. Or I, it's either me or the force. Um, okay. Are you my husband? I'll see ya. you. <laughs> what <Duses. laughs> he's saying, like, he's just. <laughs> he doesn't want her to get shot and killed like he's saying you got lucky
2: this time but next time it could be worse and even if he was the husband did you not know that she was a cop before y'all got married like are you he's oh, been he had been <sighs> new this whole now. time he's
1: been rocking with it this whole time the fear and the risk has always been there
2: mm-hmm. and you were cool with it mm-hmm.
1: so come on now
2: Okay, I'll see you later. It wasn't that difficult a decision that (laughs) she was anticipating.
1: (laughs) But she says it's been her lifelong dream. And he says, But we all have dreams. I used to want to be a shortstop for the Kansas City Royals. And Yvonne says, Well, as bad as they are, you still could be. (laughs) But she's always wanted to be a cop, even since she was little. She would arrest her little dolls and stuff. She, you know, it's her dream. And he's like, well, can't you do a job where you work indoors and you teach kids about drugs? And she's like, well, what What do you think I was doing when I got shot? Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Word? And she makes a good point. She says, hey, you're a lawyer. There are more folk gunning for you. Well, I'm laying down the law. Well, I am the law. I practice the law. Oh, hey, now, wait a minute. What is your point?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Too possible. But she's like, listen, she implies that he must be high. So... You got one day to come down off your high or else mm-hmm. I'm giving your ticket to the Lion King to somebody else. Mm. So you think about that when she walks out. So we are back at Joan's house and she's worried because Tony hasn't even called back. Uh, she hung up on uh, on her previously because she wasn't getting the words out about what she wanted to tell Tony. And Greg was showing up at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. And The other girls
1: are wondering why she's even bothering blowing up Tony's phone like why do you care so much John? Mhm. And John's like, "Well, what if what if he knows about Clay?" And they're like, "Why would how would he ever know about that?" Right. And she's like, "I don't know. <laughs> I don't know." And that's when Tony comes in the house and she's crying. She's crying, but um how do you think this scene was played? Do you think <laughs> you know, I don't want <laughs> I don't want to talk trash about this <laughs> crying scene. <laughs> Was it supposed to be funny? Was it supposed to be a real crying scene? Because that shit...
2: (laughs) Seriously. I'm feeling like it wasn't supposed to be some super serious, serious, serious. I think that it was supposed to be kind of campy. At least I'm hoping.
1: You just got dumped by the love of your life. Okay. In public. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to cry a little harder than that. There were no tears. There were no tears. (laughs) She was like... (laughs) Oh my God, guys! <laughs> Greg broke up with me. Hi, everybody.
2: How are you doing? Good. Well, I feel miserable. I want to die. Like it's some Why shit he where. Why did do this? It's, I feel, it's some shit where it's so bad that I feel like if they left it in, it was on purpose.
1: Okay. Okay, that makes sense because they would have been like, "Cut, Jill. Can you give me more emotion?" Mm-hmm. They would have told her that, and she would have done that. So maybe it's supposed to be kind of comedic a little bit but I just feel like if the love of your life just broke up with you you would be just beside yourself like you would just be like ain't inconsoled. nothing funny about
2: that ain't nothing funny about that Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I will say that to me the best criers on the show are number one Tracy Ellis Ross and second Golden Brooks
2: yeah I was about to we'll say. See, I would say I would say Maya is first but really? Yeah, but I when, like her crying when, better.
1: Her crying's really good, but when when Joan cries, I don't know what it is. It makes me want to cry when mm. I see her cry on this show. It makes me, and I, it's hard for me to cry. I, I watch, I watch real sad movies, all bro, types like of I, shit, <laughs> all
2: that motherfucking SVU.
1: <laughs> and that's how when I see Tracy Ellis Ross cry, I feel like I want to do that too. But when I see Maya cry, it's more like I like your art. I look at it from an artistic standpoint, like. This is great, but it doesn't evoke emotion in me, you know, mm. Okay. but um, Joan goes over to to comfort her and Maya says, oh, my God, he found out about Clay, didn't he? And Joan's like, shut up. I, I mean, uh, and listen, because she doesn't want to provoke any thought in Tony about why Greg did this, because he didn't explain to her. Mm-hmm. Greg didn't even go. Oh, I heard you were engaged. That's what he should have did hmm He should have been like, yo, your girl Joan told me that you're engaged to some dude named Clay? It's really odd that he never said that for the convenience mm-hmm.
2: of television. Or it can be something where it's like, he was just so upset that he was just like, here's your money. Bye. I know what happened.
1: Yeah. It could be like he was seeing red and he just wanted to give her the money and be gone. He didn't want to have any other, like, he didn't want to prolong the conversation with giving new information like that. Mm-hmm. But Joan keeps asking her, well, what did Greg say? And Tony's like, why do you keep asking me what he said? The other two girls say, well, he's your soulmate and you can't hide that stuff from from your soulmate. He probably just knew. He felt it on you, you know? You can hide that stuff from Clay, but you can't hide that shit from your soulmate. I guess that's true. I don't know. I
2: don't know about that shit, but.
1: Carry on. (laughs) But That's what Maya says. Oh, my God. That must mean that Darnell knows that I faked it.
2: Not her soulmate,
1: so he don't know. I don't think he cares. Or knows. He,
2: and if he does, he don't give a fuck. Yeah.
1: So then Tony asks Joan, "Why did Greg leave me?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, how would she know? How would she know that?
2: Right. How, how would she know why he left you? I think she's just asking, like, "Oh my God, why me?" I don't know, but um,
1: but Joan breaks the fourth wall and it's probably one of my least favorite fourth walls
2: in the cemetery (laughs) right it was kind of unnecessary yeah it's like "Eh." pretty
1: dumb but it has like she says i'll tell tony when the time is right and then it shows like she's literally in the same clothes she was wearing and there's a cemetery tombstone it says tony childs 1972 to 2001 died of a broken heart Mm -hmm. And Joan mentions that, you know, oh, I was never going to tell you about what I said to Greg, but now seems like a good time. And she's apologizing to Tony. And then Tony reaches up from the grave and grabs her. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) they could have left that out, honestly.
2: Side note, I think maybe we talked about this before, but do they seem older? Because I just did the math, 1970, 2001. That means she would be like twenty, twenty nine. 29 Okay, do they um, seem older? They don't seem like 20s they, to me. They
1: do seem older, but I think it's, it's just because of the style of clothing and stuff. Like, mm. the way they're dressed is so early 2000s that we can't see them as close to our age. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Mm. It's
1: kind of like if you were watching your show, Three's Company, and they're the same age as you. Mm. Or around the same age as you, but you still can't see it because they're dressed like in seventies clothes, like old people or like your grandparents.
2: Mm. Yeah, like Maya's so, twenty five.
1: I'm like, oh, she doesn't seem twenty five. She seems way older than that, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's just. I think it's just visualizing it from a twenty twenty one lens. Mm. But Joan tells Tony that they're going to get through this, and she reaches out to her and says that. So the final scene, we see Yvonne. And she is getting an award for her bravery Mm -hmm. and getting shot in the butt. So she's making a little speech. And she says it's uh, always been her dream as a little girl to be a part of the LAPD. And it's a dream come true. And they give her a little award. And she mentions to the cop behind her who's on stage with her that uh, she has an extra ticket. And he's like, where is it at? She's like, orchestra, first row and he's like I'll take it and that's the end so he she never was able to give William the the, yeah he didn't step up to the plate and and take back what he said
2: so I guess that's the end of that hopefully because that couple is (laughs) a a waste of screen time so
1: we are on to the oh hell yes moment of the episode what's your oh hell yes moment
2: this is going to be a controversial one but oh
1: shit here
2: we go my whole hell yes is when Tony said yes to the proposal like the fuck yes it is my oh hell yes granted it's some shit where okay should she have broken up with Greg yes but she could have done that after she said yes and then broken up with him if Joan didn't open her big ass fucking mouth and then she would have been in Paris Uh. (laughs) we (laughs) win
1: I mean, we all want to be we win, but come on. Oh, I didn't even the audience was not sure if they wanted to hell yes about that shit. <laughs> I don't know. You did say it would be controversial, but ugh. <laughs> I guess I guess um, my oh hell yes moment is when Greg gives Tony back the money and lays it right there down on the table because mm. he had to do all that. He could just He was the scorned lover.
2: Right. She broke true. his heart. He didn't have to do that for her. I mean, he didn't give her all the money. That seemed like a few dollars. Well,
1: but it don't seem like he did, but it was almost like a power <laughs> thing. Like, bitch, I don't need you. I don't need your money. Here, take it. Take a little dollars. Take a little dollars. Here, keep it. I'm dipping. It Both? was kind of like a power thing.
2: Who got the real power when the money that you giving me came from my ex-fiance? <laughs> <laughs> but he don't know that, right? He don't know that. <laughs>
1: that is funny. He has no idea. Dang, I totally forgot about that.
2: Okay, like you sure did tell me. <laughs> Damn. So
1: basically, Clay Spencer, the dude that proposed to your girl, is actually paying her back. Mm-hmm. It's not you, it's him.
2: Making you look like even more of a bum.
1: Shit. That's like Inception level type type shit. That's some Black Mirror type <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> That's like season six of Black Mirror. Shit. Damn. So that was a lovely episode. I like that one. That was that was uh that was juicy. Mm-hmm. But next up is the season finale of season one. It is called Jamaica. Ooh. Ooh. Somebody going to Jamaica? They, they are going, going to, to Jamaica? Jamaica to try to heal this girl's broken heart. They're heading to Jamaica. Chas. Um so that's gonna be an interesting episode. Can't wait for that. Also, after we end. Season one We'll be going on A short little break A few weeks Because you know Gotta step away for a bit Get my mind right About this podcast So I can uh, Make sure we're Doing it to the best Of our abilities
2: Bitches is tired y'all
1: I think I need a break Yeah The fuck A little break and so we're, we'll be doing that so just a heads up and also make sure you great subscribe come through with your five star ratings and tell a friend tell a friend that we are at the end of season one and they have about what 20 something episodes to go through and hear our uh our fun little comments and our great conversation Mm-hmm. And uh, we would love to have more listeners and more interaction uh, through our social media on Twitter. We are at Hell Yes Girl. That is at Hell Yes Girl, and that's the only social media that we have. So signing off from the official girlfriends podcast. This is Nettie, and this is Etsy. We'll see you next week. <laughs>